Good morning, friends, and welcome to Hamburg Lore, the show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. Today, we are joined by our good, good pal, Samantha Nye. Sam, how's it going? Good. I'm waiting to set down this Red Bull can until everyone's done talking. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will have wings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And we're, we're, we're with those wings, we're going straight to hell. <laughs> So, Sam, something we like to ask everybody on this show. Yes. What is your favorite fast food item? Uh, it, I think it depends on how sober I am. It definitely varies. Ooh, valid. That's a, totally that is valid. a good distinction. We haven't yeah. gotten into that yet. What's what's your favorite drunk DoorDash at 2 a.m. food? You need just something in your body so tomorrow is not the worst day of your life. Yeah. So one thing that I, I have to explain to people all the time, when I'm sober, I hate Domino's pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when I am drunk, it is literally the best thing in the That's world. Fascinating. <laughs> okay. And like pe- people don't think of like Domino's and all that kind of stuff as fast food, but it like it like wicked is. <laughs> but yeah. It drives through you though instead yeah. of you driving through it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Domino's is actually probably my favorite of the garbage pizzas. Um, but yes. I like know yeah. more people who hate Domino's than I know who actually like Domino's. But no, I love it while drunk. But then also, drunk Sam and high Sam are also two different people. Okay. Okay. So what what is what is the uh, what is the what is the high order then? This is very Seattle specific. We have a burger place here called Little Woody's. Good. Great. Continue. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> and so, so there are two. There are two like main burger joints in seattle dicks and little woodies incredible uh, absolutely uh, incredible uh, <laughs> amazing but little woodies is my favorite what they have on their on the menu it is called crack oh yeah 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 okay there's a place around here that's like we got crack fries it's like maybe we don't with that actually. <laughs> it was crack fries on the menu but it is just a milkshake and fries okay perfect that's like honestly the perfect burger food i absolutely support the milkshake and fries well speaking of little woodies um today (laughs) uh i'd like to tell you all a story about the arby's oven mitt oh my god um, which i forgot about until i like saw a picture of the oven mitt online when we were planning out this season and then like fucking brain blasted just so many cursed memories were just flowing <laughs> through my head like i was just staring like you just touched the death note again yeah i was like <laughs> staring at the screen like just completely glazed over there's not a lot out there about the arby's oven mitt which honestly raises a lot more questions than we have answers for so i think that's something that we're going to get to talk about a little bit today uh the arby's oven mitt march 2nd 2003 was the first appearance of the arby's oven mitt whose first and last name is oven mitt okay (laughs) which is great sure they actually refer to him as oven mitt in the commercials voiced by tom arnold which is hilarious the the whole kind of vibe with the arby's oven mitt was his whole thing was going to be showing you that you know arby's they're better than other fast food places because they like bake their roast beef in the ovens they want it to be juicier not greasier okay i was like where where is the oven in arby's at all (laughs) i don't understand that was like their whole thing 
Um, okay. To which here I wrote, the oven mitt is a big fucking simp for Arby's roast beef because good God. Is he like nutting in the commercials about it or what? Basically, okay. he talks so highly about this fucking meat. He would take a bullet for this roast beef. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> like in like his catchphrase was, what are you eating today? Which is just a really funny, just lazy ass catchphrase. They go into a few things here. And just from watching a few of the commercials, I noticed a few recurring themes. One, um, he was, you know, a sentient oven mitt, but he was like an employee at Arby's that they just use for like lazy grunt work. <laughs> Like they didn't ever expect yeah. anything of him. There, there is a genre of mascot where it's like they are some like supernatural being or like sentient item, but they just happen to be working with right the restaurant. It's like no, you were born for this, actually. <laughs> right. Like the M and M's. The M and M's have a job being the M and M spokespeople. It's like what. If if this wasn't like what what is happening? Did you apply? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of the things that they go into that I've written down here. So he was like always like I I've never worked in food service personally. I have. Where did you work? Burger King. Is there always somebody in like a kitchen who is just like annoyingly positive doing pep talks but nobody likes? Yes. Okay, perfect. So this was the Arby's oven mitt. Sam's like, that was me. <laughs> I was like, let's go Burger King. Let's kind of get a flame broiled pog. <laughs> I just sat in the back yelling poggers the whole time. Good, great. <laughs> it's pronounced burgers, Sam. <laughs> Pogger Jr. <laughs> oh, no. Real talk, I know this is not about Burger King, but I feel like we are maybe a few years away from them doing like a, we made a gamer meal. It's the Pogger and the Pogger Jr. And I hate that. Oh, they 1000% would. That, yeah. I was 16 when I worked there and the boss cut my hours when he found out I had a boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> so, yikes. Yikes. It sounds like a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Fuck. Oh my god. We yeah. So the the Arby's oven mitt um was just treated like absolute dog shit. Nobody there <laughs> liked him. For instance, like he was like giving like a bunch of pep talks, but then would turn around and be like, there's so much work that we've got to get done. He would like start like fucking freaking out. You know, there's not much he can do because he doesn't have limbs like he has just a thumb right and that's it so he would be like ridiculed by management for like having a nervous breakdown in the middle of these commercials relatable i can't believe i'm the rb oven mitt <laughs> so but also they would like take the fresh trays of roast beef out of the oven and sit them on the table but he was on the table so they set them on his head which is all of him. Right. So it was like, he was like fucking flailing, freaking out, like crushing his like fabric protected, I'm assuming skull. And I think it's also worth noting, bringing up the question, oven mitts by design protect us from heat of things yes. that are warm. So is the pressure or the heat the thing that harms him? Do oven mitts feel so that we don't have to? That's a good question. Does he have a nervous system? Where is his brain? I will get to the nervous system thing in a bit. Don't get ahead <laughs> okay. of me. But real quick, I'm looking at a picture of him and he does have the Arby's logo stitched onto him. Uh-huh. So that's commitment. And they're uh -huh. treating him like an asshole. Commitment. <laughs> yes. So one thing that's kind of been running through my head, like speaking of this oven mitt, is is there any relationship between 
the Arby's oven mitt and the hamburger helper oven mitt. I was going to mm. bring this up. <laughs> the big, he's like a big glove, the hamburger helper, yes? Yeah. Is one of them a right hand and one of them a left hand? Hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Hold on. Are we is the like Arby's some... oven mitt, which one is the disappointment in the family? Well, I actually have an answer for that because oh. they actually find out, you will find out later on in some advertisement that the Arby's oven mitt was adopted. <laughs> That's a thing that people know and they put in a commercial. There are a lot of images of what does the skeleton of the hamburger helper look like if you just Google hamburger helper glove. There's a lot of like, what is that? What are the, where are the bones? It looks like in most depictions, the hamburger helper glove is the other hand of the Arby's mm. oven mitt. We're making like fast food Voltron here. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ronald McDonald puts on both of them and like <laughs> summons a meteor. <laughs> He's Sephiroth. Anyway. So oh, man. I want to know one, why is he so obsessed with this beef? Can he eat? Ooh. Like, is there a digestive system in there? Where does it go? How does he eat? Where's the beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? If he eats, how does he poop? Is there a digestive system here? Well, an oven mitt, it's gonna ha it's just gonna be open at the bottom, so it's right. literally just gonna fall out of his body. Like the ghosts in Casper when they eat yeah. all the food, it's just gonna come out yeah. the other side. Yeah. It's like any skeleton in a cartoon drinking anything. <laughs> exactly know. he doesn't get nourishment from that we mentioned skeletons and sephiroth we like we got the checklist like done <laughs> for this show so like he doesn't get nourishment from that maybe because it is like basically branded on his body maybe he's just he just thinks that he's supposed to like it i wonder if it's just like photosynthesis but with like beef juice oh i hate that <laughs> he just soaks you in know? the beef, ju the beef yeah. juice he just so he just soaks the in it and it gives him like like glove energy to live <laughs> does he float or does is, does he does he walk like does gravity affect him or does he like float around so okay let me <laughs> let me let me keep going and we'll we'll get to a couple of these other questions later because there's a lot of other things that i have still yet to cover <laughs> um one commercial from 2003 um and uh it's basically this commercial where the arby's employees are like locking up from the night and the Arby's oven mitt is just like, hey, uh, you get that new car? And there's like, hey, come on. And then basically he's like implying that he wants to like go on a joyride. So basically what happens is it hard cuts to two employees who do not want to fucking be doing this. Uh, one of them driving a car. The other one uh, sitting passenger in that car uh, with his arm out the fucking sunroof wearing the Arby's oven mitt while the Arby's oven mitt is like fucking having the time of his life like a dog sticking his head out of a window to which I would want to know what does the inside of the Arby's oven mitt feel like is there anything is there nothing what does he get out of that transaction right I'm a little concerned about the the idea of yeah <laughs> someone just Fist deep in the... Yeah, I don't yeah, like that. Let's call reason. it what it is. It's fisting. Absolutely. Sure. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The commercial ends with the mitt flying off the dude's hand as they are in heavy traffic. But the commercials went on for two or more years. Is there more than one oven mitt? Mm. Because that man is... That one's dead, clearly. 
This is like going into the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory where she's actually dead. 100%. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah, Andrew WK is not the real Andrew yeah. WK, but absolutely. it's really, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mentioned Casper earlier. If you have like another thumb thing on the other side of him, he just is like, like the Snapchat ghost. 100%. Yeah. Is he a ghost? Is my if I was writing this this report, I would posit that he is the ghost of the roast beef. I mean, he's the ghost beef. The ghost beef. Ghosts aren't necessarily tangible, though. Like people um, are clearly wearing him. Well, he's smaller, so maybe his ghost energy is is, is mm, okay. thicker. Okay, <laughs> that's a sentence you said. Does that mean when I'm a ghost, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have like just dummy thick ghost energy? <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say, it's weird to say, but yes, you will be a very thick ghost. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like in somebody's house, be like, ooh, look at my ass, ooh. <laughs> it's not a scary ooh, it's an excited ooh. Yeah, like, ooh. <laughs> like, fucking paranormal activity six. <laughs> <laughs> Paran- paranormal ass is Liddy. I'm the new ghost in the fa- in the next phasmophobia update. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! God, that'd oh, be so man. funny. Anyway, enough enough about <laughs> Sam's ghost ass. What's up with our <laughs> Oh boy! So there's another commercial where uh an employee is wearing the oven mitt um and it's like very simple it's just like hey everybody's coming to arby's to check out our new roast beef or whatever but it was like the dude's wearing the oven mitt and just fucking waving at this customer like really fucking fast and it's like clearly fucking up the oven mitt and it makes him very dizzy so i was like okay how can he be dizzy if he doesn't have a nervous system Right. Uh, he doesn't have he doesn't have like the cochlea and the, right like, right like dizziness yeah. does not occur unless you have you know like something in your brain basically saying hey this is like this motion is fine if it's like super abnormal or something i know your brain gets fucked up or for other health reasons i don't actually know right. a lot about brain sciences but it's fine <laughs> um, is it is it the limbic system yes the limbic system is what i yes. is what i was gonna say for sure yeah. yep so can he get dizzy but not feel pain because the nervous system yeah, would be that's pain. true because that is that is a different sense you're totally yeah. right you're totally right yeah or does he just enjoy the pain he, he does get fisted a lot <laughs> He does yeah. get fisted a lot. He does feel pain whenever that like scolding hot pan of roast beef was sitting on his face. Uh, why isn't he a hat is like my is my thing. No, totally. And they ended up replacing him with a fucking hat. So <gasps> Did, oh, Yeehaw. I know. yeah, uh, <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> the Arby's like fucking 50 billion gallon cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that fucking Pharrell looked like he was wearing that one time. Yeah. <laughs> It was actually an Arby's sponsorship. God, it sure fucking looked like it. It really <laughs> did. Weirdly, weirdly, this is not the last time we will mention Pharrell in this in this episode. <laughs> good, good, this good, very good. Perfect. <laughs> um, and then my last note here. So whenever like he's just like talking to people or whenever they're like closing up shop, they just hang him up on a hook. Is he just there until they get back? Like, does it hurt him? Can he feel pain? Can he sleep or is he just awake eternally waiting for the customers to come back? Like from whence does he come? Yeah. Like, where, like who made him? Right. What is he made of? He was only around for two years. 
Well, and you said that he was replaced, right? So is he still waiting for somebody to come back oh, and get him? He could be at that Arby's. He's in some closed down Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like a lot of fucking restaurants closed because of the fucking pandemic happening right now. Like he could just be there by himself forever. And we don't know about it. Hmm. Tom Arnold, come get your boy. Bring him home. Come get your boy that is sort of you. If you're cold, they're cold. Bring them inside, Tom Arnold. He has like the sixth sense for the Arby's <laughs> oven mitt. I wasn't able to confirm it, but apparently like as part of the deal for Tom Arnold doing this, he did get free Arby's for life. So uh, shout out to him, <laughs> I guess. That rules because you have to put that in your contract. It's not just right. like something yeah. that they will just say. Like Tom Arnold was just like, listen. I'll fucking voice this guy for two years or whatever. If it means I get free fucking gross, like acrylic paint ass cheese hey. <laughs> on my roast beef sandwiches. Hey, I, I would like to go on record. And I recognize this as a controversial opinion. I really do like Arby's a lot. Me too. No, Arby's fucks. Me too. Absolutely. I've been seeing so much Arby's slander. It's bullshit. On social media. And I just sit there in my corner like. I'm like, have you ever had a beef and cheddar dog? Get the fuck out of yeah. here. That French dip? Motherfucker, please. I was so mm -hmm. sad because when I moved from my old neighborhood into like downtown, downtown Seattle, now I can't get Arby's because there's not one anywhere near me that will deliver and I don't have a car. Oh, you man. You don't have the meats. And I'm so tempted to just rent a car and go get <laughs> Arby's. I respect that. Oh my that. god. You are thinking Arby's. <laughs> yeah. No, Sam, you need to be the next, like, uh, voice I'm for the, the, for the Arby's yeah. glove. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, right now, isn't their pitch thing, like, we've got the meats or whatever. We have the meats. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know where we can really go from there. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's the Arby's oven mitt. And I wish I didn't know any of that. But I do now because of this cursed hell show that is my eternal torment for the rest of my life. I feel like a better person because of it. Oh, I want to die. <laughs> I was putting together these notes with Nate on a video call earlier, and it took everything I had to not just scream, what the fuck, every five minutes. Yeah, I was like, save it for the show, save it for yeah. the show, save it for the show. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, speaking of save it for the show, uh, we'll be right back after a quick break, and then we'll come back with uh, what uh, fresh hell Nate hath unwrapped for us. All right, everyone, we are back. Nate, go. So uh, today um, I have a, a, a report on a nation rather than one entity. So here is my report. Few mascots enjoy longstanding success that break through simple advertising and reaches the status of cultural icon. Even fewer of them have claimed to an entire nation. Today, I'm going to take you through the dark history of subterfuge, brainwashing, and murder conspiracies perpetrated by the clown prince of fries, Ronald McDonald, and the denizens of McDonald land. I'm very into wherever this... Suicide squad with Ronald McDonald and <laughs> Joker. <laughs> what are we, some kind of side Caesar salad? Um... <laughs> it just has broiled tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> I know that there is somebody that has done shitty Jared Leto Joker Ronald art. I, I'm going to look it up after this. I'm looking oh, it up right yeah. now. So McDonald land may not have been always named as such, being that the food is based on the nation's inhabitants um, and their society likely existed before the phantom stranger known as Ronald arrived from parts unknown. What we do know 
is that the recorded history of McDonald Land can only be traced back to 1971 when McDonald started using the characters to sell burgers and other accoutrements that were the chief export of the proud nation of McDonald Land. At that time, advertisements featured Ronald as a protagonist that was like keeping food away from a certain corresponding villainous character. These characters are the Hamburglar, of course. Socialist King. I'm going to be adding on to the lore that you good, that you good. this does not contradict uh uh Cam's report on the hamburger. Right. This uh this <laughs> is this is the coda on the on the end good. of that, Love if it. anything. Love an epilogue. Uh there's also Grimace, um, who is a milkshake homunculus weird <laughs> thing lump. Captain Crook, a pirate that plundered the restaurant's worst sandwich, the filet of fish. <laughs> And um, Ronald, in this land, Goku-like and with extreme prejudice, made his enemies his closest friends, that is, those that would bend to his whims. The Hamburglar, whom we know has a family and dreams of leaving his life of crime for a simple life in the suburbs, mm -hmm. um, swiftly obeyed because he has mouths to feed, um, robble robble and such. Yep. Uh, Grimace, formerly named Evil Grimace, had his entire personality altered as well as losing two of his four arms that he had originally. Did Ronald rip them off or like what happened? He 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 was made to behave. Is this what I will is what I will say. That's the that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I read about uh, like a design change in him. It's like, oh, then he had two arms. It's like down down from what? And so I like looked up the original commercial. Sure as shit, he has four arms and he's just stealing shakes and drinks made to behave these arms were removed likely in an exercise meant to break his spirit and it worked one that predictably didn't tow the mcflurry line was captain crook whose life on the open sea meant too much to him he was never heard from again <laughs> jesus christ what the fuck i'm just explaining what happened <laughs> <laughs> straight up already just like if this were a real country the UN would be there like immediately. Like, no, absolutely. <laughs> look up, look up the rogue nation of Transnistria, like which is a real country that is not recognized by the UN. And it is like a lawless phantom state in between like Moldova and some other thing. This is like the vibe I'm going oh for here. Is, like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Are we going to get some like fucking Coney 2012 shit except with Ronald McDonald <laughs> or you're not going to find me like pissing in public, though, after the campaign ends. OK, cool. That's um, that's a good idea. Also among the McDonald land citizens was tool of the state uh, officer Big Mac, a burger headed cop that puts the ham and hamburger ACAB. Mm -hmm. He was likely instated by his relative and figurehead of McDonald land mayor McCheese. McCheese was a mayor for 14 years, which I do note is five years longer than the allowed three term limit consisting of three years each. Regardless, a lawsuit instated by the holders of the H.R. Puffin Stuff IP, fucking look it up, kids, alleged that the design of McCheese and his nepotistic law enforcement crony owed their likeness to Puffin Stuff. And this ended the 14 year reign of the McCheese brothers. I'm going to be thinking about Puffin Stuff for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> You all can't you all can't see Sam's face as Nate is telling you all this, but like I feel like Sam is gonna leave this report a changed person. Yeah, no, it I I've I've unfortunately done this to most of our guests that yeah. are like they have a vague idea of what the show is and then they get here and I'm like, I'm fucking full blown are you afraid of the dark midnight society shit? <laughs> we'll like finish up recordings and they'll just be like, Why did you do this to me? You're going to be thinking about this in like a week and I'm going to get a DM like, oh, my yeah. God, puffing stuff or whatever. 
So this ended the, the, the reign of the McCheese brothers, or at least this is the official story. What I posit today is that Ronald McDonald saw an opportunity to drain the chicken nugget swamp and rid McDonald of its leader and law force, asserting himself as figurehead of the nation while citing reformed villains like the lobotomized Grimace and the Hamburglar, whom he keeps on a short leash as an example to all others that would dare steal from the mad clown. The H.R. Puffin Stuff settlement was likely split between Ronald and the IP holders, and Ronald was free to ascend the throne. Is this a literal leash or like a metaphorical leash? Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> because with Puffin Stuff, I have... I, I could go either way. I will not yuck any yums, is what I will say. <laughs> uh, McDonald's yucks too many yums as yeah, it is. That's true, uh, yeah. Yeah. Likely assisting in Ronald's rise to power was a manufactured proxy war between rival gangs, the Happy Meal Gang, the McNugget Buddies, and the Fry Kids, which were formerly known as the Fry Gremlins, which I like a lot. That's me when I'm drunk, actually. I'm I'm the Fry Gremlin. <laughs> that's, that's you? Yeah. yeah. I'm really upset that they went with McNugget Buddies and not McNuggy Buddies. Yeah, same. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> McDonald's, get your shit together. Come on. I know, I know. Get with it. The gang war left only the Fry kids remaining uh, to this day, likely as a result of Black Angus Market firearms supplied by Ronald's pre-McDonald Land connections. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fuck um, you. <laughs> In the uh, the lesser pantheon of McDonaldland personalities exists uh, Birdie the Early Bird, used to promote breakfast and the fact that the sun never sets on the McDonaldland Empire, and uh, Cosmic, like C-O-S-M-C, a three-armed alien. That's all that's on him. He was in a couple commercials, and it's terrifying. Uncle O'Grimacy, the Shamrock Shake Uncle of Grimace, which I also have nothing on other than that's <laughs> fucked. Uh, <laughs> Finally, an assortment of enforcers named Bernice, Vulture, I Am Hungry, and Ronald's terrifying mutant dog, Sunday. Hey, so wait a second. Do you remember yes. those cartoons? Yeah, like, do you guys remember those horrible nightmare? When you take the, the art style of the Rugrats and change it to things that aren't humans, it immediately becomes way scarier. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted to point out, do you think that Ronald knew that Grimace had a family whenever he made him behave? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you want to hold your family again, you're going to need to behave so you keep the rest of these arms. Yeah. Is basically yeah. what he probably <laughs> I'm really happy that, you know, spoilers for an old episode, fucking whatever, but I'm really happy that we all agree that Ronald is a fucking tyrant and needs to be stopped. He's a clown. Yeah. Nobody likes clowns. Right. You can't trust anyone that's that happy. Um, I will yuck the yum of liking clowns. Good. Like, let Good. it be known. Gavel, strike, like, no. <laughs> Go to timeout. <laughs> um, Ronald's reign over McDonald land lasted from 1985 to 2003, total of 18 years. And that, that was when he was like in full control. Uh, it was at the moment at the end of that where a major regime change occurred that sought to return the power of McDonald land back to its people. And as so many dictatorships are, Ronald's was dismantled by a two pronged approach consisting of an indie film and Justin Timberlake tale as old as time. Course, in of the course. early 2000s, uh, people started to think and I would say realize that clowns are creepy as fuck. So McDonald's uh, and in my notes, I have it as McDonald's, which is very good, um, started to dwindle uh, its use of the McDonald and characters opting to focus on the I'm loving it campaign, which famously featured a jingle written by Pharrell 
and performed by Justin Timberlake. Oh. Pharrell then went on to make the song happy, likely to shove it in our faces that he was having the happiest meal of them all. And Justin Timberlake <laughs> took his money and became the man of the woods and it has never been seen since. As he should. I have to joke about the man of the woods every time because it's stupid. I absolutely love that every single time we talk about Justin Timberlake on any of our shows, we're yeah. just like, yeah, he went to the woods. We haven't seen him because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> All those Sasquatch sightings are actually yeah. Justin Timberlake. Justin, you've never have you has anyone ever seen a really sharp image of Justin Timberlake in the woods? I don't fucking think so. Mm -mm. The cover of that album was like fuzzy or whatever. Yeah. Right? So hell. Have yeah. you ever seen them in the same place? <laughs> have you ever seen Bigfoot and Justin Timberlake in the same room in person? I don't think so. Maybe Justin Timberlake's just really blurry. You ever think about that? Uh, he was in a lot of music videos that you could prove. Yeah, that maybe he, he afforded blurry. a stand-in, dude. Him being the man of the woods kind of makes sense because he did wear that all denim suit the one time, that's and that's like did. some yeah. Ron Swanson shit for real. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just wanted to work in a Man of the Woods reference. Good, I, I appreciate McDonald's that. <laughs> a bad album, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> Part of the aforementioned creepy clown revelation was a viral marketing campaign for an indie film featuring a creepy clown um, in the UK that kind of started that like weird clowns showing up in places thing. It oh, originally yeah. was a viral marketing thing, and then it just became something that like edgy part-time hot topic workers just did to scare kids, I guess, and people in general. I remember that happening because I was in college at the time. There were there was actually a group of them across from my apartment. So like I had friends over and we're like, nope, we're not going outside. Oh my god. I was like I in my head I was like, I'm not gonna ask if if any of you guys have seen creepy right. clown sightings because like of of course they haven't, but of but you're like, no, they were out front. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, they're outside. I've never actually known of anybody who's actually seen that before. That's wild. Yeah. I would like not be able to sleep. I would be like bracing the door. That's the kind of thing where like even if I was in a car and I saw somebody way off in the distance, I'd be like, I'm leaving town right now. Nope. Like I can't, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call mom, get the like, have her pack up my stuff. I'm out now. Yeah. I had friends who lived in the same apartment complex as me, and like, we just all stayed in one apartment that night. We're like, yeah, mm -mm. yeah, that's valid. Yeah, no fucking John Wayne Gacy shits happened to me, motherfucker. <laughs> no, nope. no, uh. Oh, I'd also like to point out that in a previous episode, we did explain that the Hamburglar did escape McDonald Land to be with his family in the suburbs, mm -hmm. perhaps as witness protection for providing the UN information on Ronald's many war crimes. Sure. What is it with Ronald's and war crimes? We got Reagan. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Plot twist. McDonald Land Cold War. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I'd play that Ooh. fucking game. Are you kidding? I mean, this is... <laughs> But this is not a podcast about video games. This I mean, no, no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, so uh, since then, Ronald has only been seen like a scant few times at like charity events and like a couple of commercials. But like clowns don't hit the same anymore. Like uh, an entire generation has learned. We learned from our mistakes. Not decided, but learned that <laughs> clowns are fucking scary. And so I don't think we're ever going to go back to a time where it's like, oh, cool, a clown. No. So he's only been seen those those few times. But. He and his most loyal followers still insist that the throne still holds influence, denying any claims that Ronald was anything but a lovable clown. From McDonald's social responsibility team leader, Julie Poutbaum, uh, Mayor McCheese and his friends are indeed alive and well, enjoying life in McDonald land. Ronald McDonald has taken over the mayor's responsibilities since being appointed chief happiness officer. So for now, 
Ronald awaits the next opportunity to seize power. They're all dead. I'm just yeah, getting no, that out yeah, here. No, like, they are percent. not alive. Yeah. One trillion That is percent. some North Korea shit. Yep. No, it's like, no, they're fine. They're over, they're, they're, oh in, a, they're in a field. <laughs> they're okay. Them and your goldfish are having a party over there just off screen. Yeah, they just all moved to a farm. They moved to a restaurant upstate. It's fine. They know? moved to a restaurant upstate. Yeah, they're, they're franchising down the street. It's cool. That's horrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> They're at the Applebee's downtown. Um, uh, so for now, Ronald awaits the next opportunity to seize power on the world stage and restore honor to the rogue nation of McDonald land. And finally, as the chief happiness officer himself said in an increasingly desperate bid in a set of slogans while his power waned. Uh, and these are three separate slogans that get more desperate. And okay. this is my closing thing. We love to see you smile. Put a smile on. Smile. <laughs> one, of their, one of their slogans was just smile. <laughs> so uh, this concludes all known lore on Ronald McDonald, the um, the clown prince of fries, as I think I said earlier in the report. Well, do you remember? I don't remember which transition it was. I think it, it was when they started to go more towards like focusing on the Happy Meal and stuff. But you remember how creepy they had that creepy commercial with like the like personified happy meal box and yeah. people hated it yeah yeah uh i i think i have i don't i have no idea about that thing i'm like partially saving that and like mac tonight as like its own episodes of this show oh. but like yeah no i i know that like everybody hated they were like all right what about this fucking deranged little box of food do you like yeah. him and everyone was like no he's basically like a m&m mini but like way scarier it's like one of the demons that ronald rose from hell Ooh, okay <laughs> yes okay so he, he he from the corpses of his dead enemies he he constructed <laughs> yes. a new enemy in the happy meal monster it's the mayor's spirit oh, in that shit. Box. something of the mayor is in there absolutely oh, shit. i would i i also was gonna try i couldn't like figure out a plot line for this but um captain crook did resurface as a literal puppet and i'm like that's terrifying <laughs> ronald mcdonald killed a man and then taunted his family and friends by saying oh he's right here that feels like something you'd see in like an ari aster movie oh my god yeah no Her hereditary like, to oh fucking max sauce <laughs> yeah hey question do we know what like what year that ronald was promoted to chief happiness officer i don't know like when he was given like the title sure sure but in mcdonald land uh mayor mccheese uh was removed from everything at uh, 1985 that's where i that's where i like okay say that his reign ended okay 1985 it's like george orwell but like mcdonald land yes animal farm too <laughs> 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 you're telling me that mcdonald's has something to do with a dystopian thing involving animals what um yeah yeah but, well, uh, <laughs> animal 47 or whatever the hell look that shit up don't look that shit up here's here's my theory um because as we all know and of course appreciate the hamburglar came back in 2015 right as he got out as sexy hamburglar well wait what i missed that <laughs> Sam's like, hold the fucking hold phone. <laughs> sexy burger man. Just do do me a favor real quick, Sam. Uh Google sexy hamburglar. Um, it was a real life hamburglar thing they did in like 2015 to announce like new burgers or whatever. But in the commercials where he came back, he gets a phone call. And so I noticed that like I, I pulled up the Ronald McDonald Wikipedia article. 
2003, the McDonald Land world had been dropped from advertising, but he still continued to appear. So, like, I'm wondering, after those, like, 10 years of just the clown being in charge, he, like, got a call from someone who's just like, we need you back. We, you're the only person that can mm. help us here. Because he, he, he dons... Sam, you don't like the sexy Hamburglar, do you? I don't think I do. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> different strokes for different, I guess, strokes. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm spinning a theory here. Okay. The picture on the Wikipedia page is Ronald McDonald in costume in a real-life event in 2015. Mm-hmm. What if they called up the Hamburglar and said, we need you back for like a Hitman-style assassination thing? <gasps> take the shot. <laughs> and to take the burgers that they you know, hold so dear, take the power yeah. from this dystopia. I, I love this Rage Against the Machine album. <laughs> <laughs> Only the criminal can bring the clown down, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, maybe that happened. I also like the idea that he, like, he, like, like got out for good and like he escaped the uh like the almost Termina-esque, like, realm of the McDonald land where he became a real man again. And now he just has a family, but he got called back for this job, you're saying? And like, yeah, I don't know. I think I do like that, actually. The job the job is taken down the clown once and for all. He's finally surfaced again. There's something hilarious to me about the fact that we have this criminal that's from the suburbs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So white, a white collar criminal now or a, yeah, a white and yeah. black collar criminal because he's striped or whatever. Yeah. Also, he's like he's got a family and kids. He's like doing well for himself. A um, career criminal. Shout out to the fact that the Hamburglar canonically has fucked. So yeah, um, love to think <laughs> yeah. about that. But, uh, you know, good for him. But he's he's getting back in the game. Take a go to go to go downtown to clown town. Go downtown to clown town and, and put the clown down until he's dead in the ground. Is yes, what you absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so this is as much as I want to talk about the very bad clown. <laughs> That's totally valid. Sam, thanks yes. for coming on whatever the show was. <laughs> she uh, flinches as you say it's like, oh, oh God, what now? now? Uh, <laughs> Just let me be a thick ghost. If uh, people wanted to find you on the internet, where could they go? You can find me on Twitter at the Samethyst. Same on Instagram or Twitch. A lot of, a lot of good cursed bullshit and good jokes so go follow sam oh no absolutely cat pictures on the yep. twitter lots mm-hmm. of lots of good shit well if you've made it this far thank you so much for listening uh if you want to support our silly shows subscribing on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would really really help us out as well if you liked whatever the hell this ended up being uh check out the rest of the shows that we do at some good shows on twitter or some you just might like those too uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Camdy Man. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Victory Position. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, everybody asks, where's the beef? But not, how's the beef? <laughs>